A disappointment. At the end of season one, it started to get good, but after that, it's back to boring school rom-com, generic anime spiced with robots. Spiced, spiced with, with robots. Spicy robots. I don't have that at the rack at home. Think fanfic level writing, and you are getting there. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Scores more than five are normie scores for this. What does that what even does mean? mean? <laughs> Thank you. Out of what, 10? <laughs> that was a. <laughs> what was it? What that was, was it? a one star review from IMDb. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm your host, Andrew, joined as always by Ryan. I go by Choo Choo now. <laughs> and Steven. I would like to identify as a robot. <laughs> He's spiced full of robots. Full of robot spice. <laughs> this week, we are discussing the second season of Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. Congrats. You got that out. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's a, it's a mouthful. We're just going to talk about G-Witch for the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, joining us this week is our special guest, Katie Johnson. She is a seasoned voice actor, or voice actress, excuse me, uh, who has worked in anime and games such as Love Live Superstar, Taisho Otome Fairy Tale, and Azure Striker Gunvolt 3. Welcome to the show. Hello. It's nice to be here. We're glad to have you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, sure thing. And I would like to... Oh, oh no. <laughs> I so, feel so baka right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> totally so, used that word correctly. So, so somebody at home is just swerving off the road. What'd she say? <laughs> she said, what? So Katie is our Gundam neophyte. She had never seen a Gundam <laughs> show before. The Witch for Mercury. That is, is correct. That sounds like a disease. I got Gundam Neophyte <laughs> all up my side. All, all up my all side. My foot. All of my oh, foot. Gosh. Man, just covered up in oh, Neophyte. <laughs> Never before Gundam Neophyte. <laughs> so, Gundam Neophyte's acting up again. <laughs> uh, all right. So, for this episode, we're going to um, break a little bit of format here. It's just going to be a roundtable discussion. We There are going to be spoilers from the get-go. This is your yeah, warning right now. For season one I and season two. Two. Yes, they <laughs> are. We intend to spoil. Oh, I see what you did there. She got uh, the jokes. That's the name of the show. <laughs> we, made this, we made this joke ourselves. We wrote this joke a we long did, time yeah. ago. <laughs> but yeah, so spoilers all the way, all the time through. We're not going to do an ad break for this. We're just going to roundtable discussion it. But yeah. before we get to that, I have questions for our lovely guest. Who so, could that be? I don't know. Maybe you. Whoa. <laughs> I hope it's not me. <laughs> Ryan looks a little petulant. They're like, me, lovely? What? I am lovely, but I prepared no answers. <laughs> Steven is lovely. He did just win a great game that's going to play after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Katie, how yes, long have you been doing voice work, and what made you want to become a voice actress? Ooh, uh, how much time you got? So, um, yeah, The no. quick and short, short version. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, a speed run. Um, I've been acting since middle school. I started out doing theater, and then I started doing a little bit of film in, um, in college and stuff, but... I believe it was probably around when like Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged were coming out that mm -hmm. I was like obsessed with like fan dubs and stuff like that. So that was probably late middle school, high school. And I was just like, yo, that's amazing. Like, that'd be cool if I could do that. And I think I started recording in like my closet in high school and it was horrible, <laughs> but I was, you know, starting somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Start somewhere. And so I just kept acting in the usual mediums, like never stopped doing theater until like I was graduated from college and I just kept 
recording in my closet, getting better equipment and uh, meeting people, connecting, going to cons, networking and um, proving that I can act. And eventually opportunities happen. So I'd say I've been doing it since high school. But I think professionally, like when I started actually booking yeah. work that I think mm, yeah. people would like recognize was in about 2018. Nice. That's awesome. So five yeah. years. Yeah. 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 All right. So the next question, what is your favorite anime? <sighs> Honestly, oh, no. that changes a lot because I do watch a lot of anime. <laughs> but, um, I, I definitely will say it, it does change quite a bit for me, too, because like, sure. I have like Outlaw Stars. That's my favorite. Yeah. But like there are certain times today where like mm-hmm. it could be Steinsgate. It could yeah. be Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It just depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah. 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 Like mood for sure and genre, because like I'm a big Rumiko Takahashi stan. I love Ranma one half with all my heart. But honestly, if I had to base it on the show that I've rewatched the most, that I found myself the most oh, yeah, obsessed with. Your, your comfort anime. Yeah. You yeah. go to it's it at any time. I would rewatch Death Note every Christmas Note for some reason. And it Christmas just. Christmas tradition. It was a Christmas tradition. What an uplifting show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I love it. It's so, Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's got to be Death, Death Note. Note. <laughs> but like close seconds are like Orin High and Ranma One Half uh, for sure. Awesome. I've, I've always wanted to watch Ranma One Half. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. I love the original Ocean dub. And I know that that's controversial, <laughs> but I love my old school cheesy dubs and my grainy animation. Those sometimes, are my jam. Sometimes it's so bad it's good. Oh man, the, exactly. the, the old school Mobile Suit Gundam dub. Get to the Gundam. <sighs> yeah, they, they <laughs> did not know how to pronounce things. Now, Gashinji. I'm gonna make right do it again. <laughs> Don't get in there. That's all I know about Gundam. I'm never seen it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So actually, now that we're on the subject of Gundam, yeah. Uh, so you've obviously never seen a Gundam show before watching yeah haha jk until this one yeah (laughs) so because you know obviously we're talking about season two this episode what were your because we've already heard our thoughts for season one episode on season one you can go check out right Right now now, if you really want to but (sighs) what are your thoughts for season one so episodes one through or zero through twelve yeah so honestly i mean the Episode zero mm-hmm. is what really, you know, got I me. I cannot believe that they put that out and they're just like, yeah, it's a prelude. You know, watch it if you want to. Like, that, yeah, that needs that to be the season. It's insane. Like, caught me off guard and I was like, yeah. whoa, we're getting like, you know, a, a mother and her daughter and that's going to be maybe the... The, like, the kind of main conflict. The during, here yeah. and like mother stories just, oh, that's my shit. Yeah. So I I was very much excited to, to see that. But then as I kept going, it turning into kind of like a romance with Miorne and um, Suleta. And then also with, what's his name, Gil? Gwell. 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 I never can forget how to say it either. Gwell. 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 He was amazing, too. Like, I I love, like, the character dynamics and the shipping dynamics between them. I'm a big shipper culture person (laughs) with my shows. So all of the romance and engagement. And when Miorne was just like, yeah, like... it's it's normal like or i don't remember how she said it but like when they were engaged and they were like what she was like yeah like so what women can get engaged like it's i just, just I didn't imagine just, that yeah. in anime because like anime can be kind of regressive in some ways and, and really and relatively conservative yes well, yeah. and and japan in general isn't yeah super like they're they're not really on board on the LGBTQ with, with like, stuff. yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah, and that's, that's a whole topic. Yeah, but that's a whole sure. other thing. To me, yeah, surprised yeah. me that like this show was popular in Japan because well, of yeah, the fact that it was putting it so up front and center right. instead of just like, oh, you know, we're not promoting like boys love. We're just <laughs> yeah. like, you know, <laughs> those kinds of shows. That's a, it. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. topic. Wink. But like yeah. the fact that Gundam was so like gung ho for a property like Gundam that's yeah. so mainstream felt really revolutionary.
revolutionary to me. And it like, I mean, maybe I was it's scared not, they were going to pull up towards the end and just like mm-hmm. fake it out and not commit Nose to off that. somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. 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 But like, yeah, speed running, I guess, kind of my thoughts there. There was a lot that interested me mostly in the shipping dynamics, but what truly got me in season one was the last five minutes of season one. (laughs) Because I love a dark twist and I love exploring like a character's journey and morality. (laughs) 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 But I was so excited to see what her journey was going to be because she was such a pure character and they pulled it off so well because usually Mm -hmm. I see a lot of twists like that coming when you see enough anime, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But they truly got me out of left field. And so getting to see Miorine, no, not Miorine, Suleta struggling like with the ramifications of that mm-hmm. to an extent. Of, of her turning someone into a tomato. <laughs> yes, <laughs> essentially. Exactly. Yeah. And like seeing the dynamic between her mother in season two yeah. and like just the reaction from Miorine after that happened and having to deal with the like backlash of that decision and trying to justify it to yourself. That kind of storytelling is what really got me invested so yeah. yeah yeah there was a lot going on that i really i really liked about the show awesome uh okay so let's let's kind of move on and talk about our general thoughts for season two this was directed by hiroshi kobayashi mm-hmm. uh the series composition is ichiro okochi who basically wrote uh revolutionary girl utana he did oh. the um oh ms team novel from mm-hmm. the 90s he mm. also wrote kogi ace which is probably his most popular show kogi ace or kogi ace kogi ace that's all I've always said. See, I thought it was Code Geass. Oh, well, oh, yeah. I'm not I guess American I thought it was Code Goose. He always said Goose. Code Geass. Code so, Goose. Like, I love Code Goose. Wow, I love that show. Code Goose. <laughs> Code Goose. Uh, yeah, and then music was done by Takashi Omama, which the... Uh, oh, Omama. Oh, you made that joke in the first episode. <laughs> oh, I'll make it every time. so bad. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and yeah, our two main characters, um, Saleta was um, voiced by Kana Ichinose. And then Miorine is by Lynn, who does not have a, um, a sec- she has oh, a real last name. She's, that's too, her, she's her too cool name. for last names. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm yeah, transcended. So I, I'm curious at what people's Beyond. thoughts are for season two, because I names. feel that season two was substantially more divisive for the fan base as it got further on into the season. I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. And yeah. it is Start. worth pointing out here. So because they are just finishing up the dub for the full two seasons. Yes. Uh, They're on like all, episode 23. Yeah, yeah, there's like two episodes all, left We all dub. watch this subbed. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. worth pointing that out for anybody out there if you watch I've the seen dub. the dub and the sub. Okay. Well, congrats. Well, and, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is for the audience. Congrats. <laughs> That's nice Dang. for you. Yeah. Uh, Crunchyroll has uh, the dub mm-hmm. right now. They okay. Can go, yes. They can go watch, and they come out with a new episode every week, basically. So they're they're basically like a week like three behind. weeks behind. Or oh, yeah, three weeks yeah. Behind. yeah. And they're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you have a friend that is? Yeah, a... my friend Natalie plays uh, Miorine, and she does a great oh, job. Oh, that's cool. And oh, kind of a critical role here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bradley plays. I always mispronounce his name. Guel. 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 Yeah, yeah. I really want to go like yeah. hard. It's like Huel. The G sound. Huel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, just roll it. Yeah, I, I believe the voice actress for Suleta is actually the same voice actress in uh, Has Been Hotel. Uh, not the singer, but the actress for uh, the main uh, character from Has Been Hotel. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. it was nice. like, I think, one of her breakthrough like dub roles. Nice. Just nice. Cool. Heck yeah. But all right, yeah, so let's... 
let's talk about season two. What are your thoughts? Steven, mm. I want to hear him first, because you were the most recent one to watch you it. Wanna, you want to hear my thoughts? You know what my thoughts first are? Go back and listen to the season one episode, and I made a couple predictions at the end of it, and I got <laughs> all of them right! <laughs> what, what were the predictions? What were they? Oh, I told you to pull it up and have it ready to go. You Did didn't. you give me a time code? No, oh. he didn't. Then I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sit there and listen for an hour and a half. Of the episode. Well, <laughs> well, at the very end. No, I, I can pull it up. Do you know where? It was, I mean, it was the very end when we were discussing season two. Do you remember what cliff yeah. notes? What'd you so say? So the cliff notes were basically I was referencing uh, Prospera's phrase, so Saletta's mom's phrase about uh, that if you run, gain one, move forward, gain two. Yeah. yeah. That that was going to be. Oh well, what she's saying is if she had stayed, what she did, she'd only have one daughter. But because she pushed through and did something horrible, now she, she has, has two. two daughters. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, we get lots of Celeta clones or Airy clones. Airy clones. Which Airy is, clones. That was kind of weird, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's not weird at all. So like that's the thing. Like I'll save a lot of my stuff just because like I'm very familiar with a lot of like the traditional Gundam tropes that have happened throughout like multiple right. different I mean, series. It, was, it very much so felt like when we call this a great introduction to Gundam, I, we don't just mean that, oh, it's everyone can understand what's going on. We also mean there's going to be these moments where it happens and you're like, what? And it's like, yeah, that's preparing you for, you know, Char's counterattack when it's just Goose Lady. Yeah, we're what? getting all the weird stuff out of the way. <laughs> yeah, right? like well, there, there's weird stuff that happened throughout Gundam. So yeah. I really think that this, this show, G-Witch, was very much a greatest hits of Gundam mm-hmm. because they hit on, one, a lot of the tropes of the franchise, but yeah. then they also pull a lot of, like, the elements from different shows. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have multiple clones, which was really from Universal Century. There's a lot of that. There, yeah, then you have um, kind of, like, the little... Um, mobile suits that are controlled by one singular mm-hmm. um, person that's using like the gun technology. Yeah, um, and that's from like Gundam X, so, like those kind of things. And it's well, you it also get some of that with Wing as well. Well, then like a the, bit, yeah. the funnels or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they're called in this one. The um, um, they don't gun really bits. They're gun, gun bits. bits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're funnels, and you have that. But it's that's that from what happens. Yeah, throughout. and like yeah, you get a lot of these like really fun tropes that show up. And um, and and I, like, I'm not going to say that they do them better. I think that they do them they're in just, a way that is easy for a lot of people to consume. Well, they're well executed, and it's also for as many different like we've already listed a bunch of different shows they pulled things from. It was cohesive. Yeah, right. For as many different pieces as they pulled, it, it flows together and makes sense. I mean, uh, uh, what is his name? Sadiq. A lot of people in Shattuck. 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 And <laughs> I couldn't remember how to pronounce it. You know, <laughs> in season one, we're calling him um, what Beach Bum Char. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I can see it now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, he kinda is. He's got the blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Blonde hair. Long blonde hair. And he's also yeah. kind of the antagonist for at least part of the show. Yeah. Shirts always open. Always open. Yeah, yeah you know? okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that the biggest issue, I think, with a lot of, like, the people that I've kind of seen, and, and even a little bit for me, because I, I love the whole show or the show as a whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think that the final couple episodes really rushed a lot of the plot right. development. <laughs> yes. To so just try and wrap everything up in a nice, tidy little bow. I, I feel like, for me, I didn't love the show. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. But there are, like, a couple of key factors that kind of kept me from just completely diving in and loving it. Like, I loved all the characters. I loved um, some of the individual, like, scenes and moments. Yeah. But I feel like there was a lot of stuff they did with, like, the science and, like, permit that was, Mm -hmm. like, magic. Uh, I don't know. Now this can happen because of permit. Like, we never got established, like, how it – like. 
I love shows where they, they give you like the really stakes of like, like this is how something works. Building with yeah. It. yeah. This is how this works so that when someone goes beyond it, you're like, oh no, now they're in trouble. Or like, no one has ever done this. At the end, it's just like, Rainbows and now you know uh, Aries in a keychain. Yeah. I'm like, how? What? What did yeah, permit no, do that? I think I definitely uh, can parallel your thoughts there, and that like yep. I don't think I loved it, but there were enough moments that stood out yeah, to be that, really that, strong that, for yeah. me that worked. Like I love in season two with uh, Gil's confession with Suleta again. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that moment for them was just a really beautiful, intimate yeah. moment, and like it just really establishes characters. Like one of my favorite, like. Little anime boys, <laughs> little, and little anime, anime boys, anime boys. Well, and like there were so many cute things with the tomatoes with Suleta yeah. and Miorine. Mm. They were really good, and just I liked that moment too, where um, Miorine was like locking herself in that room because she was in such despair yeah. after what had happened on Earth, and Suleta coming and like lifting her up. Like there were so many good yeah. standalone scenes, and then obviously the season one ending was one of the best things I'd ever yeah. witnessed them do to anything due to a character. Like, well, and I think too, like, so yeah. In season one, like when Choo Choo knocks that girl out, that's mm-hmm. one of my all time moments. <laughs> just like, I was like, Choo Choo is this And she just cold cocks her. And I'm like, that's my favorite character. <laughs> but like the, the character moments were great. I feel like that's mm-hmm. where it really excels. And that's it, yeah, why it really it's shines. easy to recommend to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like the, the, the science of it. And then the, like the almost the political machinations, like the way the businesses mm. work. Again, I never felt like I fully had a grasp of the Yeah, I wasn't rules. invested really. Yeah, well, I feel like there's more to do there that they didn't really get into. Like they would, well, they would have like an episode and they'd be like, well, now they've shut us down because this. And I'm like, what? And it would be what like, <laughs> it's yeah. like the writers were like, we got to have some drama. So there's yeah. a business rule that says this instead of it being like, you know, going into it. Yeah. Okay. They got to make what sure that this doesn't are. happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of stuff that felt like it was a, a twist from either the science side or the, um, yeah. like the, uh, the business side that were done just to like move the plot forward yeah. instead of having like an actual I can agree with that. Yeah, so that's what held it back for me. Everything else I, I liked. I liked all the battles. I thought the animation was great. The, the music's fantastic. Yeah, the music's great. Mm-hmm. See, for me, what I was surprised, one, I was really surprised when season two ended that they were like, thanks for watching, that's it. And it was like, really? Because <laughs> it felt like they sort of had a formula and the framework where they could have carried this for seasons, right? Like you've yeah. got a rom-com situation where we've got multiple different types of love interests running around. Yeah. Cool, you can play with that for decades, right? I mean, there are, <laughs> sure. That's there are, right, you can. Yeah. <laughs> movies and there are shows that have dragged yeah. that out for forever. Uh, you've got the school format, which again, right. there are anime out there that have dragged that out for decades. Yeah. Uh, we have the business structure and some of that within it that you could play with, with like the escalation of, yeah. um, I can't remember what the, the main group was called, not the Benaret group, but the, uh, Pale Technologies. The, um, no, Pale? no, 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 Pale's Pile. part of Benaret. The main, Oh, the Space Assembly League? Yeah, oh, Space Assembly, yeah. The yeah, League. Yeah. Like I felt like as we were running down towards the end of season two, it was like, okay, we've now established the new stakes because we have Pell so, working with the Space Assembly League. Yeah. We have a new Elon. Yeah. And like, we're going to go like, this is going to be the new escalation step. And yeah. then it just ended. I was like, oh, okay. well, so I think that they introduced this, the, the space league a little bit too late. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that they mm-hmm. needed to be some kind of factor earlier on in the season to actually yeah. have to be quotation marks, a threat. They, so, they could have been a factor in season one. I went and looked it up. The first appearance and mention of it is like season one, episode 11. And I was like, what? I don't remember. Cause that. I don't yeah. remember it at all. It's like, there was two or three season one episodes that mentioned it but it didn't really become a, a thing. thing until like late in this season like episode 22 and it or was something. like yeah mm-hmm. i feel like this 
show could have had at least one or two more seasons, so or at the very least, like eight more episodes. Or another really, movie. Yeah. 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 Well, so it's, it's really interesting, too, because historically, every Gundam show has had mm-hmm. essentially, I'll say, two full seasons, so 25 episodes and 25 episodes, with a couple exceptions here and there. Yeah. And so this is one of the first ones where it only is going to get 25 episodes, and it mm-hmm. feels like... This was one, it, at least it needed 39 episodes, which is just another half season yeah. for the show, just to yeah. flesh out some of, like, the larger machinations for, right. like, the business thing. And then you have, like, stuff on Earth that, like, I mean, we could have an entire season of a show yeah. just for stuff that's happening on well, Earth. Like that one episode. Um, episode 13. 13. Or no, uh, 14. 14, I want to say. Yeah. Like, where they're on Earth for, like, the majority of the yeah, episode. Yeah, where, where Gwell just becomes the yeah. protagonist for an episode. Yeah, right, for yes. an episode. I loved that episode. Oh, and I was like, phenomenal. I want more of this. Like, stay mm-hmm. on Earth. Come back to Earth. Let's see what's going on yeah, here. Yeah, his arc there was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and Absolutely. so when they moved away from that, I was like, aw. Because I kind of wanted, like, more, <laughs> well, at if, the very least, more of those characters that we met yeah. during that episode. Yeah. If the show is going to run for, let's say, eight episodes more, ten episodes more, another season's worth more, you had more room to turn around with those kind. Where you can play those stories for a little while and then come back to the other stories. And I think we would have been, one, I, I thought it was a great episode, too. Yeah. But I think we would have benefited overall because there was a lot more with, like, say, like, the little Earth group. We had our little group of captives. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt a, like Noria and Sophie were, like... Out of right. the equation they, too quick. They were out. I, I think that like they yeah. got they got punched out too fast. Yeah. Well, Sophie, I think if she died, like I think her death was fine. I think Nori needed a little bit more time. Well, they needed to spend more time with her and Elon or Ellen. Not Elon. He's not Musk. Whatever. <laughs> Ellen and and her in captivity and in the, build, in the foyer of purgatory. Build, <laughs> yes, sure. basically build up that relate like. Not not their relationship, but, yeah. the, but the viewer's relationship with the characters. And then when the moment hits, it would hit harder. Yeah. Well, so like with Sophie, right? Mm-hmm. She was very much all about Soletta. Yeah. Did we ever find out really why? No, nope. she just she's just that kind of. It's someone, how, how had she heard who, of Soletta? Someone who beat her in the initial fight. Yeah. Okay. Like that's. I mean, like. Yeah. Uh, but she knew about her before the fight, didn't she? Well, no, because she she had the little phone. She was watching mm-hmm. the the gun dog. Oh, that's right. The, oh, right. The, like yeah, they had a commercial. What do you mean? How, okay, they had yeah, good yeah. marketing. That's how she heard. <laughs> that's about how good it was. Yeah. That but I, like I felt like that was a dynamic that could have been you know, developed a little more of like, you know, what an interesting idea of like, she's a fan and now she has to fight her, you know, well, in a Gundam battle or something. Yeah. And it's definitely one of those things where like, I think that if they would have had a little bit more time, yeah. we would have gotten maybe two episodes or three episodes of that kind of dynamic to mm-hmm. where the earth house and people don't know that, that they are essentially terrorists. Right. For a little bit longer, so then whenever they do turn, and it's it hits a lot harder. Which the mm-hmm. episode still hit. It did really yeah, hard for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The the big thing is, I think the character arcs all work out really, really well for this mm-hmm. season because they do such a good job of setting you up with these relationships, and then whenever they they clash or mix or get mixed up, particularly obviously our main pair, Saleta and Miorine, whenever the episode where where Miorine basically like rigs the fight with with her and Gwell and then just mm-hmm. tosses her aside. That yeah, that, just that could have been a, oh, yeah. a bigger payoff, but it was that still was good. That was yeah. a long week between that and the next it episode. It did feel very like, <laughs> quick. Like, that duel that they had in the hallway with the swords, it was just like, 
What? Yeah, what yeah. I was like, yeah. like, was this thrown in at the last minute? Yeah. Like, just let her go in. Like, yeah, yeah, like, it's just the room. What all do you, all yeah. the intro art shows her in the uniform. We need to get the uniform back for well, her, you know? When I, I mean, feel like if there would have been more fencing throughout the whole series. Yeah, there was a very little bit of it yeah. in season one. I think, right. I think that was and more that was, just an homage to the original finale yeah. with Char and Amaro. It just felt Amaro. so oh, weirdly thrown in as someone that had no context for that. Yeah, I was the same way. I've seen that, but I didn't connect. So the the second that I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is just Char and Amaro, and then at the end, she even does the last shooting pose. Like, yeah. it's oh, just, I mean, okay. but that's just super fan service for people that, yeah. that know. They get it. If you don't that's know, cool that they did it. I wish it just would have felt more, more in place. Yeah. Yeah. More, yeah. <laughs> she she needed to to sh- to shatter the foil and stab it through his helmet, and then we could also have a wing homage. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> also, like towards you know the end. I, I do think it got really rushed. Like when we find the code and the tomato, like out of nowhere, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, oh yeah. I yeah. like it, but it, like the concept's good. The it concept's just, good. It was just that yeah. it just happened. And I was like, oh, what? Her yeah. mom left a code so in the tomato. If, if yeah, I was kind of lost there too. Yeah. If we had backed up to like season one and when she introduces Soleta to the tomato, tomato house yeah. <clears throat> and she's talking about like, well, you know, and I'm, I'm running down these other, um, combinations and there's just weird stuff in the genetics that I haven't been able yeah. to figure out. Right? Cool. You've seeded that. You've seeded you know, that idea. And then, <laughs> yeah. It's like in Arrested <laughs> Development where there's, there's always money in the banana stand and then it burns down. It's like, there was money in the walls of the banana stand. <laughs> like if her mom had had flashbacks to be like, take care of the tomatoes and she's like, we can't. Oh my God. <laughs> what for? I don't understand. I got to take care of these tomatoes. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> the I think one of my, my favorite moments though was probably and it was so it was such a banal moment whenever Saleta is um they ask her to like uh, pilot the Caliban or whatever yeah. the, the final mobile suit and we didn't get a lot of that mobile suit no we didn't we needed um, more it, of it but yeah. the mobile suit has a broom it's fantastic it's a broom <laughs> yeah that's, no, the, that's the gun weapon. it's a broom the, it's the a gun is a broom <laughs> yeah did you not pick up on that? I did not. I'm looking. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay. Well, anyways, why he does that? References are wasted on this man. My, my favorite <laughs> part is whenever she is essentially explaining to everyone, including Earth House, that she's just a clone, mm-hmm. and everyone's faces are just like, "Wait, what, what? is happening right now?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Just of like how like of much of a bombshell, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm just a clone," and. She's not really my mom. Like she is, but she's not. She's so casual. About it in that <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. not. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's that's kind of Soleta's personality throughout. Well, which she is. Yeah. I will say, I really liked. Oh, it is kind of a broom. It, it is a broom. It, no, it's not kind of. It, it is, is a broom. broom. <laughs> Calibar borderline rides it into battle. Okay. Um, I see it now. But I really liked some of the effects that they shown. Which we get this for for Katie's references mm-hmm. in other Gundam shows. This shows up, although. Uh, the Edgelord's favorite choice IBO IBO does not get this because the Iron main, Blooded Orphans for those yeah, the mm-hmm. main character is a psychopath <laughs> sounds like another disease I got uh, IBO my <laughs> spleen <laughs> um, but there's like PTSD right there's a fa- there's emotional effects you see it with uh, Murine in close off in the room when everything yeah. goes yeah. wrong with her yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see it with the initial reaction at the end of season one where yeah. Saleta does just does just, not understand mm-hmm. like all of earth house like after the attack on the school they're all really sh- shaken well, I th- up i thought those were like really good those reactions good yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah yeah because the the whole again iron blood orphans bit where it's just like oh we just killed like 30 people in front of it and the main character's like 
cool. So what are we going to do next? And it's like, you're a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas these people actually feel like real people. Well, and yeah. the thing, it feels like that is how characters that are used to, I say, growing up in this kind of world where there's a lot of war and death all the time. Yeah. Right. Especially if you're coming from Earth, I thought that their reactions to how to help and how to uh, deal with like a terrorist attack on the mm-hmm. school and deal with you know trying to pull people out of the rubble and that kind of stuff like I thought those were actually really realistic mm-hmm. depictions of what yeah. these kind of kids would do in that situation and like yeah. like in those those scenes particularly at the end of the episode uh, end of all hope which is uh, episode 20 mm-hmm. after nori basically just decimates just the whole school yeah. Yeah. and um, and you get those those last couple scenes where there's really no dialogue and it's just them picking up the rubble, choo-choo helping out in the mobile suit to try mm-hmm. and like pick up the big stuff and she finds like dead bodies under there and yeah. it's just like devastating for these characters because like mm-hmm. some of these people were their friends or right. maybe not. I well, don't they're know. They're just but kids. No, but it, it, it makes yeah. it real. It's not like a lot of, you know, anime where like something blows up over there and there's casualties you don't ever see it. They're like mm-hmm. cleaning up the aftermath. So like, yeah. Well, yeah. and also kind of the coping mechanisms, right? When they're going around and being like, well, what can I do? Like I got to do something not just to help but also for my own <laughs> Have like, a tomato psyche. in this trying time. Yeah, yeah. Have, a, have a blanket. That have was a so tomato. sweet passing out the tomatoes. <laughs> well, I like those little moments, man. I like that Choo Choo handed out the tomatoes to the girl. She just completely straight arms in episode four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little redemption moment. Come on now. The girl should like flinched. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't throw it at me, huh? I also, and you know, speaking on on those kind of moments at the yeah. end of that episode where um, Saletta is like straight arm lifting these like big pot like things of, uh, yeah. of concrete. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it's just kind of funny. I'm like, well, either the gravity is very low or she is jacked. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I want to talk about two things. All right. Okay. Martin being a snitch. <laughs> Dang. He's got the face of a snitch. And how do we feel about that? He's got Let's the face of a snitch. I don't know. I mean, I Because Nika, like, I don't know. I just felt like if I was in that situation and she, like, signaled to the other people, obviously she's outing herself as being either part of them or whatever. Yeah. But she did it to save everyone there. Yeah. Cut her some slack. Well. Be like, hey, uh, what's up? What's up? <laughs> well, well I don't I call the FBI in space and mark <laughs> out this girl. I think for Martin, I think the big thing for him was the fact that he it, he only wants the best for he doesn't want people to get hurt, and particularly mm. whenever he does rat her out, he doesn't know any better. Like the only information that he has is that he she has some connection to them, and for whatever reason, she may have brought them in. And that's I, it. I don't know, man. It's All a very kind read Martin's of it. got the face of a snitch. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> this Martin hate in this call today. So, secondly, uh, you know, Nika, you know, pleads guilty to her crimes and serves three years. Mm-hmm. And then Prospera, who killed, I'd say, thousands of people because of her actions, can just relax, <laughs> enjoy your blanket <laughs> in your chair. In chair. No need for jail time, but Nika, you're yeah. behind bars. Yeah. Well, her, um, Prospera, and Delling se- seemingly get off scot-free. Right, seemingly. Yeah, I we mean, don't know everything. That, at least but that, for Delling's case, he was in a coma for most of this. So it's like... I, they, he they, murdered they, an entire space station at the beginning of <laughs> oh, the show. Right. I know, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. they could be like, oh, well how guilty are you in this quiet zero incident? It's like, I don't know, bro. I was in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts, Katie? Gosh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to really remember 
like the the moments that you're talking about because like character names can kind of elude me oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. got the and pictures so, of them up over here. That's why I'm like scrolling, yeah, going like, and yeah, yeah. Martin and. Nika. <laughs> yeah, like, I know so, you're talking about, like, how the mom got off scot-free, but I'm trying to think of the other character that you're referencing. Uh, 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 Miorne's dad. Miorne's dad. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. I yeah. remember thinking, like, it was a pretty sick move when he was about to be like, hey, just let me take the blame. I'm about to, I'm about to peace out. So <laughs> I'm just about let to me beef take it. it. So, let me, yeah. so, like, that way you can, like, run the company. That's your responsibility. I thought that was pretty sick. But then when I was, like, watching, I, I don't know if it was just that I wasn't paying attention or what it was or there was too much, but I don't remember where that went. Like, it didn't, really go it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was yeah. thinking. Because I was like, that seemed, that's okay, I guess. Because like, it wasn't Murine's fault, so might as well make it up to your daughter, I guess. Is that where we're going? Like, it, it felt like towards the end of that season, there were like four or five threads that were like set up, yeah. and then just nothing happened. That's happens. what I felt, which just is why poof. I was feeling like a little like, oh my gosh, I, I was really getting into it and having some opinions, but I feel like things fell off and I don't remember them anymore because they never concluded. Well, I, I like went back and rewatched not the last episode, but like the one before it, because mm -hmm. I got to the end and I was like, wait, hold yeah. on. What's happening with the, the space yeah. assembly league? What's going on? You know, I like backed it up and I watched it again. I was yeah. like, still not any more clear watching it the second time. <laughs> like okay, got of, it. Like, some of the politics stuff was kind of going over my head, even yeah. though, yeah. But like, I remember really being attached to when they were revealing a lot of the stuff in like um, Aries, like Gundam, where like she's all cloned and stuff, and she's yeah. having the conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. with. Well, and, yeah. and I think like so the the one thing that I'll say about Okochi, who the the one who wrote the show, yeah, he is very good at one cliffhangers, but then he's yeah. he's also very good at making personal like yeah. conflict and yeah. and character writing. Yeah, mm -hmm. but historically, like, and I I love Cookie Ace; it's a great show. Yeah, but there's a lot of political machinations and layers to the mm -hmm. story that he has that are very messy. Mm -hmm. Sure. And going into this, whenever I knew that he was going to be writing the show, I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. I, I mean, I like Kogi Ace. He has a very good mm -hmm. um, ability to give you good, like character moments and right. like yeah, those, yeah. Yeah. those big cliffhangers, which is, he's done one of my favorite cliffhangers of all time, which is season one Kogi Ace. Yeah. And classic. Um, and, but then uh, at the same time, he's kind of like Stephen King, where he's really good at building no. a story. And he can't yeah. resolve it. And he has it. no idea yeah. how to resolve it. How to yeah. resolve it. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where I worried, like, going into it. And, yeah. and again, and I think I even say it in our last episode that we did for season one, is like, I don't know where the show's going. And I can't really give any real opinions of, like, Right. how I feel about it until the whole show ends. Yeah, but then you're still left dangling a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. how I well, felt. And it's, it's, it's really weird because the story itself wraps up so tightly that it's kind of unsatisfying. It is almost. Yeah. It feels mm -hmm. too safe, yeah. almost. Like, I wish yeah. they would have tried something that was very divisive. And like, or like, leave, go us, wild. leave us on a yeah. moment where you're not 100% certain the resolution. Because well, yeah. really yeah. the only significant character death in the show is uh, Gul's dad right? I mean, that, that and, well, and Sophie and Nori. Yeah, which, Sophie and Nori. Okay, which yeah. character was it that Saleta sang happy birthday to? That was another moment. Oh, Ellen. That's Ellen. That's the fourth Ellen. The fourth yeah. Ellen. Yeah. Ellen, yeah, Ellen yeah, four. That yeah. one. And so... Yeah, that was brutal. That, that was another thing. That's that a perfect a example. Great. Like, when he is talking to her, you know, uh, in, in the last episode, mm -hmm. it's like, I love that yeah. they got closure, mm -hmm. but how... You know, and he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. 
all the USB yeah. that I was stored on is in here. And now I'm like, yeah. what's happening? Is I this know. digital heaven? What are, well, hold on. Like, the did ramifications. You have you just been here the whole time suffering? Like, right. what's going on? Well, and then, like, with Because <laughs> like, I thought the same thing with uh, the mom, how she saw a lot of the people from the original ship. I was yeah. like, yeah. have y'all just been yeah. here? Just I was like, data hold purgatory. on. Is permit piercing the veil between the afterlife? Yeah, or are these sure people lost in, like, purgatory this whole time? Like, because right. Aerie's still actually here, so like that's feasible. Well, I was then, concerned. At the end, I was like, oh, Aerie's in a keychain. Then I was like, there's Aerie's a black keychain. There's mirror. a black mirror episode yep. where there's somebody trapped at the, and they can just look outside. They can't interact. I was yeah, like, they can't it's, do anything. That's it's a hell. nightmare yeah. of an episode. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the exact thing in that last moment. It's like, this is not the happy ending you think it is. This, this could be torture. a little darker. There are so <laughs> many memes around that now, too, where it's just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have much preferred it if like Aerie was just like able to control um, Ariel. Like she was just running around yeah. as this yeah, giant robot. Body, like hey, look at this. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Well, or even if they oh, yeah. did, like she has like the closure kind of thing and she does like the fades into the ether bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like yeah. passes something. on or something. And, and that's kind of the thing yeah. is this like for I'll say for a Gundam show and I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. Here he is. For a Gundam show. I mean, who if you're no. not going to be, who would be? Well, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The this was probably the um, outside of Gundam X, okay. which came out in 1996. This has the the happiest ending that you could possibly have mm -hmm. for right. your characters. Basically, no well, one of much, of, yeah. of main character status or even supporting character status died. Yeah, and like, or even unambiguously, even, maybe yeah, like died. Yeah. Even the good, even the bad guys lived. Like mm -hmm. there was Heck, the bad guys basically get off scot free. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And it's it's one of those things where it's like from the story perspective, like I can understand some of it, but for a lot of it, particularly with Prospera and Delling, who have committed a lot of war crimes here, right? Yeah. They just nothing happens to them seemingly. Now we seemingly you know, it's, it's yeah, been three yeah. years. Prospera could have just gotten out of prison today because she's like Paralyzed. dying or something yeah. like yeah. she has a yeah, few days yeah, left yeah. we don't know the context yeah. i just look True. like she's been chilling for three years well and and this is not to say that i i was upset with how it ended because i think that um miorine and saletta actually getting a happy ending is exactly yeah. oh, that's what great. i yeah, wanted those two on. definitely yeah. need it we yeah. got we got to see the wedding rings on there right yeah. like i'm all i'm all there like that's great yeah. and i'm glad they didn't do like the cheesy thing like flash forward to the wedding and then flash forward to yeah. something yeah. else we like, just yeah. we just get well, like them and you, and it wasn't even like overtly it's like hey look here's the ring yeah it's right. more it's more just like if you noticed it it's there it's, it's yeah. not very casual yeah. Yeah, it's, it's i will say one thing i noticed as someone that consumes a lot of like romance stuff i wish that we would have gotten a deeper look inside of how a lot of these characters were feeling about each other instead of it just feeling like a little surface They're, level. Yeah, Very a lot surface of surface level. level, like, confession culture, where it's, like, just the act of us saying we're together means that everyone should go nuts. And it's like, well, I want more of the little intimate moments where I can actually yeah. see why mm -hmm. y'all are connecting. And so, like, that felt a little lackluster at times, which is why I wanted to say that Gul's confession in particular mm -hmm. and that, that small moment that they had in season two together um, – where they were outside of like the tomato house. Like yeah. I don't remember specifically what was said, mm -hmm. but it actually felt like one of the only like genuine, like I can understand both of their mindsets here. Yeah. And these characters really work well, like right now, like even yeah. if I don't want them to be together, I really feel the romantic tension between them yeah. Yeah. versus her and Miorine. I think they're super cute and like shippable and like all of these <laughs> oh, great for things, sure. but I wish that I would have seen more 
stuff akin to that instead they're, they're of just it feels like with their relationship you never see the turn to like mm. actual love we're gonna get together yeah, yeah. it's like this is an arranged thing okay they, they kind of bicker yeah. they're getting along they like each other and then flash mm -hmm. forward they're married and I love yeah. my sundres and I know sure. a sundere, and <laughs> yeah. I know she's supposed to kind of be like a little like Psh, whatever and she has moments where she does kind of like the little sass towards Suleta which cool I yeah. love that but the thing about the sundere is you can't just have the sass and a little blush. You, I, yeah. I I need a you need the other some yeah. more vulnerable soft, moments. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't moments. get enough yeah. of the really soft you, where she really like lets a it down. Good chance for it with like the the, the PTSD scene. moment in yeah. the in the that mm -hmm. felt like the, the scene where we were really. I thought get that was going to be like the yeah. big breakthrough where because yeah. so, for like you've been saying for the most part, Mjorne is so matter of fact mm -hmm. and so cold and so cold. Yeah. Until that moment when she has the breakdown, where she's mm -hmm. just so like always cool, yeah. always collected, mm -hmm. and Saleta's so naive. I thought that was kind of the going yeah. to be the turn of she breaks down and Saleta's there to kind of mm -hmm. help pick her up. And I was like, oh, cool, we're gonna, and, yeah, no. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. Be it still felt relatively surface level there, and mm -hmm. it made me so sad because there's so much potential with these two, and like they're yeah. getting together, it just it makes sense, it works, but like chemistry wise, like. I don't know, man. I, I, I wanted more. Like, if, if this show yeah. had a lot more uh, when a we're seasoned, bit, yeah. like, if there was, like, a little date episode. Like, <laughs> right, stuff like yeah. that, that's the stuff that really draws me in and builds that kind of stuff for me. And, I, yeah. I feel like, for me, like, the better, the perfect trajectory for the show would have been 50 episodes, right? Mm -hmm. And then the <clears throat> end season two with Prospera becoming the, the bad. The big bad. Yeah, the, right, the end of yeah. 25, right? Yeah. And then... From like 25 to like halfway through whatever, core three, mm -hmm. you want to call it. It's Prospera's the bat. There's a lot of Gundam fights. fights. Yeah. There's fights, a lot fights, of fights, action. Fights, fights, you get fights, dating fights, scenes fights, fights, with her yeah. Mjorne. Yeah. You get like all this stuff. Yeah. You know, Delling comes out of the coma and they like have to deal with what he's done. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's all this stuff happening. Mm -hmm. And then that back half is where you start to get all the resolutions that were packed into like, you know, yeah. the mm -hmm. last 30 minutes of the last episode would be like, slowly played out you know yeah because the 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 episode where prospera basically like attacks the city like that would be a really good like basically season ender season ender yeah and then yeah. you have essentially the fallout of that for i'll say 12 episodes which is just another half yeah, season yeah. yeah to where then you have now saletta is ready to fight her mom yeah and, and yeah. fight Mary transitively and mm -hmm. then essentially do her best to try and stop him and then that's yeah. like the final bit Mm -hmm. And it's, and I don't, you know, this is complete postulating yeah. here, but like, I don't know if Sunrise or Bandai were, was either gun shy and they didn't want to commit to 50 episodes for a show that could have been very controversial with the fan base. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then like they hit gold essentially with the first season where everyone was just like, oh, this is it. Like, right. we want all of this. And by that point, it was already done deal to like, well, there's only 25 episodes. Mm -hmm. Right. Sorry. Guess we're only going to get so much yeah. out of this. Yeah. I actually yeah. want to call back real quick, too. I know I had said Miorine, like, didn't show, like, a lot of vulnerability. One moment I actually really enjoyed was when she was confronting Saleta's mom. Like, there was some really dynamic action happening. Oh, yeah. Do y'all remember that scene? Uh, the, the one where they're, where uh, they're in zero in G? The, in the shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that conversation forward, where it's like, leave right like still to out of this. Yeah. Like at the same time, that, that scene also still felt like the way Miorine was fighting for Saleta didn't feel as romantically charged as it felt like duty charged. Yeah, yeah it's like this yeah. just has to happen. Yeah, like I, I like, 
Well, almost to protect like, Suleta, but like a like, friend, yeah. almost like yeah, this is my yeah. Yeah. I gotta stick up for my buddy, not like you don't talk about my girl that way. Yeah, you don't talk I wanted to see like more of that, but it just it they kept making her so stiff that it yeah. it, it made yeah. me really sad. I wanted more vulnerability I, between those two, and that's why I would have loved if there was an episode like I always get on my classic shows where like we have to go on a date for some reason, so they get to keep, wear cute yeah. dresses and like go out and just like I, <laughs> what mm, they would do. Or, there'd be some kind of business suit, reason. Like, they'd be uh, like yeah, they'd yes, make yes, up an excuse of like exactly. we're going to be unincorporated if we don't go on at least. Four dates this yeah, month. Or they have to, like, yeah, like to keep up appearances, or they yeah. have to like go to some grand ball and like present together, which it's, sort of it's like, part of the school thing. Like yeah. the holder has to lead out for yeah. you know the yeah. winter festival yeah. or something. Yeah, then, like, like give me one of those. In, well, they're in space. But I was gonna say like they get stuck in like a rainstorm and like their dresses <laughs> and they have a deep top, but they couldn't do that. But you know, the like, sprinkler system comes on yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah, habitat like, and it won't go just off. Cute little things where it's like. Yeah, all the trophy stuff and gives them a moment to like be isolated and kind of yeah. like vulnerable yeah, and, and with not, each other. Well, I feel like if you had 50 episodes, you could have you, easily yeah. 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 all these things. That's the stuff I love. And like, yeah. it just felt kind of a shame that like a show like this that has such great characters and potential oh, yeah. for them couldn't really dig into those moments if it wanted to have romance as like a highlight. Yeah. Well, and that's like where I, I haven't, uh, my wife has like come downstairs a few times while I've been watching it and I've thought about recommending her to watch mm -hmm. it because I do feel like it is a good entry point for like Gundam. I think so. Mm -hmm. But like I know her and the kind of shows she likes and mm -hmm. like the further it goes, I'm like, uh, she's not gonna like that they don't they don't have enough meat on the bone with the relationship yeah. between yeah, her yeah. and Miorinate. You know, yeah. she's not gonna get into the the political yeah. stuff she, and like the business stuff she can handle as long as she understands the What's, well. Yeah. And that's the, the thing is like yeah. the, the, the interpersonal relationships and, and, right. and that yeah. part of it is pretty messy. Right, and it's yeah. it's well clunky is the best way I can mm. describe clunky, it because yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of like mechanical plot points that just kind of happen. They just come out of nowhere, and everyone acts like, "Oh, this is just how the world is," and you're going like, "Wait, what? Yeah. What's happening?" Um, okay, so I have a question since um, our neophyte here. Ah. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> this, this is your, I make two. This of. was oh, your first guy. Oh, my neophyte! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you liked it? Would you watch another Gundam show? Um. Honestly, and it's okay to say no. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know if I could fully say no. It would be like I would have to see an episode zero or an episode one, and because I'll try anything once, yeah. right? Like if there's like oh, a new season Gundam MS coming team. out. Oh, eighth MST. Oh, but yeah, like <laughs> if it was if it, it was newer stuff, probably not the older stuff. But if there was something newer that oh, could promise something MST. like this but better. I'd probably try it. You would. So I think that um, given Steven's um, penchant here, uh, oh you God. would actually probably like Await oh the Mess Team. Okay. Is that it's, like, it's is the romance low, written well? Low commitment. Um, There's 11 episodes. The, there is actually. It's Good the, romance? The story is centered around romance. It's okay. It's not bad. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's good. It's, yeah, but it is fun, and they do have okay. a lot, a fair the, amount of arc with it. There is a decent, decently well fleshed out love triangle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're speaking my language. Yeah. It's it's more so um, unrequited yes, love. If there's but, good romance. <laughs> yes. Now, okay, I have not watched all of Gundam Wing, and I have not watched it since Toonami days. So, would you recommend that? Oh, God, no. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> just say why, though. Because for, for, a lot of people... Is it just um, giant robots more, shooting each other? Because I don't really care. How, how would you contextualize Wing? It's just Wing? insanity. Uh, it's okay. just... It's, no. So, Gundam Wing is a, basically a Super Sentai team 
but with Gundams. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but with, imagine all of the thing, all the political and business related sure. things that were sure. relatively confusing for G-Witch. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. it's way worse. And then just, <laughs> all, like, basically multiply that by five. Because, uh, like, I can get into political intrigue and, like, like I mean, have y'all seen Vinland Saga? Oh, man, Vinland Saga I have is so not. good. So I've heard it's good, good. It's, it's on my list. It's so dark and good, and, like, it's so political and historical, but also just dramatic and dark. Yeah. And so, like, okay. I'm not, okay. I won't shy away from that stuff. It's just, It has to be good. Yeah. But yeah. I typically prefer more, like, fantasy Earth-like settings over sci-fi. Sci-fi is oh, never really my go-to genre. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> really? Oh, so yes. that's MST. Not really much in space? No. Uh, there's okay. only one episode in space. Wow. Everything else takes place You on are Earth. making it sound more appealing to me. If you link I, me, that, again, I might check that out. there's also only 11 episodes. Yeah, no. I'm, there's technically 12. You don't have to watch the 12th. Yeah, the 12th episode being is sold. crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's... Good romance and mostly Earth-based. That, that does appeal well, to me. And you also, you have the whole... Plot line with um, Mikkel, yeah. Well, with him, well, there, there's letters. There's, yeah, there's actually two levels of unrequited yeah. love. love letters. Oh, two levels. Yeah. <laughs> I love love letters. Gundam love letters. Let's go on like Gundam stationery that has little like robots with hearts in the corner. <gasps> Andrew, <laughs> put it on the shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so kind of why we're while we are winding down here, mm-hmm. I want to hear from each of you your favorite. Scene from it doesn't have to be just from season two, it can be from the whole show. Mm. Mm. Ooh, that's tough. I'll go ahead and start with mine. Go yeah, for go it, for yeah. yours. Uh, so, probably one of or my favorite scene is the um, uh, it's really dark, but the moment when um, Nori just basically gets sniped through the stomach. Um, oh, through the cockpit because yeah. like it's one of those things where you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. There's death flags all over the place. Yeah, and being a um, a Gundam nerd, I love mm. some death. <laughs> I love some <laughs> death. Because <laughs> it, it's one of those things where you you know it's going to happen, and you're just like, here it is, right now. And it it's very much a trope, you know, where you have like this this yeah. kind of heartfelt moment, and then someone just gets clapped from out off screen. But right, and you see like the it's setting the scene up. The flags are all the, over the place. The whole epi- I think that whole episode, the end of all hope or whatever, it does such a good capstone for the real world ramifications of like kind of these machinations that Shattuck has has kind of built up mm-hmm. for this and the collateral damage that happens with it. And and whenever you look at it from that context, it does a really good job with that. So what are you guys? I'm trying to think. Ooh, I would say probably. So, what episode was on Earth? Uh, episode fourteen, I think. Like, for me, like the battle mm-hmm. in that oh, episode that's great. was okay, yeah, probably that's my favorite really scene. Good, because like the the music's great, mm-hmm. the choreography of what's happening and how they're all caught off guard, and like the the and Ghoul is like you're running around trying to like save these kids. Mm-hmm. That for me was like the best. That was little, great. Yeah, that section. whole episode, I think. Mostly, you know, like the the bit with Ghoul and him, like kind of having his turn. Well, 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 well. But him having his turn was good. But the actual fight with yeah. kind of like the resistance fighters, where they're outnumbered, they're having to come up with different moves versus the more powerful suits. Yeah, and kind of the the dynamic of the personalities, where you're like, well, as soon as you're introduced to the people in this team, you're like. 
that dude's going to crack and give yeah. him yeah. away, guaranteed. <laughs> He's going to sacrifice himself. This dude's going to, like, you could see that unraveling yeah. as it was just. When you got the guy that, you know, his, his wife and oh, kid Oh, that dude's died. dead. That dude's totally that dead. Dude's, yeah. yeah, absolutely dead. Like, you know immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I really like that whole sequence. Yeah. Um, but I also, honestly, I really liked the way the Calabarn moved in its fight. I did. I love the broom. I love the broom. The broom's so the broom, cool. It's so dumb, but at the same time, like, you know, in a show called Witch from Mercury, just double down. Let's go. I, I do wish that. <laughs> I wish that we would have gotten a little bit more action need, out of it. So, if again, if we have more time, yeah, we need yeah. at a minimum an initial clash where something happens and she has to pull out. Yeah, and then before she can build up to go back in, like she can't control it well. Mm-hmm. Something, we need something yeah. more. Well, with I think that. In, in again a fifty episode run, you would have, you have that. Oh, Quiet have Zero would have like annihilated a whole force coming after it. Mm-hmm. And you know this, no one else knows this. And then when Quiet Zero, you know, an episode or two later, they're moving Quiet Zero closer to you know the front or whatever, and you see them like gearing up for the you know the counterattack. And yeah. You're like, y'all don't understand. They can control permit scores. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. You know you would have had that where this time it's like it's activated. Just send a few waves and then we're done. Yeah. You, you yeah. know, like it, it kind of had that. Yeah, no. Katie, I, what about you? What's your favorite scene oh, I'm so from season two or any season? No, any yeah. season. Doesn't matter. I'm so yeah. stereotypical. I loved in season two Quell's moment with Suleta outside the in, tomato in, house. Outside the tomato yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great moment. It like it's it's moment. an awesome character yeah. building moment for both of them. Yes. Just because mm-hmm. you really get where he's, you know, kind of he's confessing to her, but not really in the romantic way. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then you have Saleta just saying, "No, I have an undying." Um, devotion to Miorine and she overhears yeah. this and she's like, uh-uh, I gotta kick her out. This is it. I can't have right. this. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I can't, she can't have this kind well, of, like, cult-level following for me <laughs> and I gotta get rid of her. Well, right. and it's also a big swing from back in season one when Suleta beats him in the fight mm-hmm. and he basically, like, proposes to her That there. was also uh, yeah. a moment that, <laughs> that was, yeah. I was like, yeah. yo, what the heck is happening? <laughs> What a twist. Like his his arc was one of the more interesting ones it of was all the so characters. Good. I mean, he he made was it my favorite character. Bob I'm gonna be too. real. Like yeah. I loved everything with Quill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will say also one of my personal favorite things I look forward to in every episode was the outro. Uh, actually, oh, yeah. really okay. So. The outro for season two mm-hmm. was one of those where the first time I heard it, I'm like, ah, I don't oh, like no. this. The song I like was the, terrible the artist the first time uh, I heard it. Oh, the man. The end. She's, yeah. I've listened to some of her music. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so when it kicks, she's got a very distinct, like, raspy voice. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way they used. Oh, when the, it, like, it starts building up, like, yeah. inside the episode, and then it goes yeah. in the ending. Oh. Because, like, you, especially yeah. when, like, she, she loses da, the da, duel. Da, da, da. And then it's like, it's <laughs> getting yeah. dumped and it's just, it starts, ah, it's like, yes. it. you're like, oh my God. Ryan, Ryan pull up okay. the outro. Well, so I also, particu- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I yeah. really like the bit in the middle of the outro where it goes to Soleta in the dress controlling the, like dancing yeah. with the gun bits. Yeah. That was kind of to Katie's point. We never really got an opportunity to see the two characters dress up and go on a date. The outro kind mm-hmm. of has a bit yeah, of a little bit. Yeah. 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 So I really like that. But man, like whenever she, she essentially gets dumped out in space for mm-hmm. space debris by Aerie and her mom. Yeah. And she's space just sitting debris. there. No, no audio or anything like that. And then the, the ending, ending pops kicks on. in. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh. But in a lot of episodes, they fade the music in for like a bar or two before yeah, yeah. it kicks in. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Because it's like, you know the episode's ending and you want more. Because it's yeah. always that moment where like something bad's happening. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, like something has crumbled and gone wrong that ah, yeah. drums it's like oh yeah <laughs> no it was definitely like the first time I was like ooh I don't like this what are you doing and then like once you see it in the context yeah. of like the, yeah. the episodes and what's happening you're like oh yeah, yeah. this is this, this is hits. the bang right? yeah, no, this, well I think it does a good job too time. of like uh like setting up the the themes of season two mm-hmm. and how different they are than like season one a little bit. Yeah, I just wish they had developed those themes more. Yeah, I'm like a broken yeah. record. Like I I really liked this show, <laughs> yeah. but there are just a lot I of like moments. It so much. That I want you to give me more. Yeah, of like it. I yeah. wanted more. I want, yeah. yeah. Well, and you and that's the thing. Whenever you have Spread these kind more. of shows, yeah. you don't want them to milk it. Where it lasts no, for, you know, 50 forever. seasons or whatever. But you like, also yeah. don't want it to be underdeveloped, which I think this yeah. is kind of what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, just by a bit. Like, give us one extra season in there just to yeah. flesh out some more yeah. storylines and stuff. And then you have, I think, almost like the perfect Gundam show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If they could have, like, just tied it all together and fleshed out a few more. Just, or just stop setting up threads. Yeah. That don't go anywhere. <laughs> like, just don't do that. We just needed one episode where they went on a date. And it would have been <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so before we go and finish, mm-hmm. we have to shill because that's what we do. Sure, yes. And Woo! for the low, low price of just one dollar, one month, American dollar, <laughs> one or, USD, or, or whatever that converts to in your local currency, <laughs> we yes. accept all currencies. Yes. Uh, you can support the show right now for that. And what you what do you get for that? You get bonus episodes, bonus mm-hmm. commentaries, yep. uh, Patreon picks polls where you get to choose what we review. Yep. Yeah, you get to help patrons steer. get early access to those episodes before it hits the main feed. You get a lot of content for one dollar is what we're trying a to say. A lot of content. But and we, it gets added every month. Every month, yeah. And if if you can't spare the dollar, we get it. Times are tough. Totally fine. Yeah. Leave us a review on your favorite service, whether it's iTunes. Specifically try for iTunes if you can. <laughs> That's the algorithm that like helps podcasts the most. Uh, Spotify. Spotify, you can follow us. Um, you can rate, rate us, us on you there. Can yeah. us. You can rate rate us mm-hmm. on Spotify. Yeah. Or just share us with a friend. Yeah. Just text it to somebody. But really and truly, for everyone out there who who doesn't really know or deal with this, those reviews are huge in moving your podcast up, making it more visible. We just want to get in front of more ears. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, Katie, we really appreciate you joining us this episode for uh, Gundam Mobile Suit Season 2. The Witch for Mercury. Nailed it. Yeah, I was happy, happy to be here. And I guess, yeah, for listeners, please support their stuff. And also you can follow me on Twitter at Connie Day Official, K-A-N-I-D-A-Y Official. And um, if these guys have a Twitter, I'll share the we podcast there. We do not have there. a Twitter. Well, we don't have a Twitter, not yet. <laughs> well, I'll share it there anyway. I'll find a way. Yeah. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you coming on. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can go and listen to the bonus episode that we have that's out right now mm-hmm. of on us the main having... Feed. On the main feed of yes. me, Stephen, and Katie going at it mm-hmm. and trying to guess anime, anime. openings. You'll never yeah. guess who wins. <laughs> You'll never guess who wins. Never Actually, you never wins. will. You never will <laughs> guess who wins. <laughs> so on that note, that does sound like all the time we have this week. So until next time, I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. And I'm Stephen. And every spoiler was intended. <laughs>